0: Sony and PlayStation have started the Play at Home initiative to encourage gamers to
1: stay indoors. Yeah, that's always been the problem with gamers. They spend too much time outside.
0: There you go. Hmm. Right, Sean? (laughs) Amen. I heard that. Um, I have a doctor's appointment this afternoon, and I'm wondering what it's going to be like there. I'm not really excited about going to the doctor's office. Wear a mask. Um, Yeah, I will. Uh, I I just got an email
1: from my doctor. Interestingly enough, saying, "Hey, if you need us, we're here. Come on in. Wear a mask, and and, and we'll be wearing a mask." And huh. I got to get some tests I've been putting off, and I'm not looking forward to. But I got to go get a blood test. They're open for that too.
0: Yeah, I it's it's something where I think I know what needs to be done, and I need to be there for it. But um, uh, they they offered the, the, their their initial offering, what they're pushing, is like some sort of Zoom meeting with the doctor. So that I suppose you could say, hey, my knee hurts when I do this. And then they can say, well, then don't do that. And then right. you don't have to have come in.
2: Telehealth, Jack. It's the new frontier.
0: But, yeah, that's, that's a perfect example of something that I wonder, why wouldn't that stick around forever? There's all kinds of things that you go to the doctor for. I don't know why you'd have to be there. You know who will stop that? The lawyers will ruin that somehow. Oh, yeah. You'll, you, yeah. Somebody will claim you missed something because they weren't actually there and it'll just it, it won't work. But th- that seems like a great idea to me. Yeah, sure. I think in most cases, yeah, you hit them with uh, Actually, my daughter did this
1: the other day. She had a sore throat. Uh, hit the guy with the symptoms, and he said, open your mouth and, like, get close to your webcam. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Which doesn't, that doesn't seem good enough to me,
0: but um worked out okay. Well, you'd be the example, though. I mean, you know, if God forbid something happened to her, you'd say, well, yeah, you said that was okay. There's no way you could see in her mouth, the lawyers right. would say. right. Well, but, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I suppose that will happen, and if it it can happen, it will happen if there's money to be made for attorneys. But I think we'll probably find our way. That's obviously a good idea.
0: Yeah, well, for all kinds of reasons. (laughs) Yeah, that's got to be the future. Um, We're talking about teachers. Then I want to get to the battle between Nancy Pelosi and Trump. But as mentioned in my son uh, during his Zoom class meeting yesterday, WebEx class meeting yesterday, uh, my wife Pope peeked in, and he was holding a stuffed animal up to the camera in his bedroom. And then he said all the kids were holding stuffed animals up to the camera. And we got this from a also a fourth-grade teacher. Hey, Jack and Joe, I'm a fourth-grade teacher trying to also teach fractions, writing, reading, and so via Zoom. No, I'm not thrilled about it. It's not easy. I'm not sure about your son's class size, but I have 30 kids. It's impossible to see all the kids at the same time. I've cracked down on the behavior I can catch, but it's impossible to see at all. However, I suppose it's similar to me turning my back in the classroom to write on the whiteboard. Yeah, I remember that from school days. Right, right. My colleagues and I are working our asses off. The learning curve for us is ginormous. Same with the kids. Get back to... Get me back to my classroom, please. Love you guys. A plus. She gives us an A plus.
1: Love you. Wow. Great inflation. Clearly, oh, uh, this is a beautiful example, though, of the kids in households that prize learning will be disciplined or encouraged to, you know, behave properly by their parents. I mean, it's. I hate to spout ancient educational cliches, but you know, if you want to cheat yourself out of learning what we're learning today, go ahead. That's not the teacher's business, really. Right. It used to be, you show up uh, ready and willing to learn. You screw around, you get tossed out. It's a, it's an easy transaction and one in which you know everybody understands their role. So yeah, I uh, if you uh, I don't expect you to keep order on a Zoom meeting. If the kids are going to screw around, they're going to screw around. As a teacher, I would offer the best education I could, and anything that's disruptive, maybe crack down on, but <clears throat> I wouldn't stress about it. Um, so it's easy for me to say I'm not trying to, you know, communicate anything to uh, 30, uh, 10 year olds.
0: So uh, the World Health Organization, I assume, you know, most of the story on this, the guy who runs the thing made all kinds of not just uh, incorrect statements, just lies about China. Stating, uh, praising their transparency and how, uh, they're a model for dealing with the coronavirus and all that sort of stuff and just, just lying. And they didn't send people there as early as they should have and they've been covering for China all along. It's, 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 it's beyond, um, disgusting. And as an organization, I don't understand why anybody would have any respect for them whatsoever at this point. It's the guy who runs the thing. And right. we had Lonnie Chen on last week to talk about it, and he wrote a piece in the Wall Street Journal, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. So the other day, Trump mentioned freezing the money that we send to the, to the World Health Organization. I would have been perfectly fine if he, if he had said, that's it, we're out, we'll no longer participate in this organization. I think that would have been perfectly justifiable. But all he has done is freeze the money until there's an investigation to see what's going on with the WHO and why they're being so friendly to China. But people, some people are still going crazy uh, over that, including the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the third highest ranking person in our government, um, who uh, blasted Trump yesterday for this. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Democrats will swiftly challenge which, what she called President Trump's senseless and illegal suspension of U.S. funding for the World Health Organization.
1: Trump's- Thanks for respecting my tax dollars, Nancy, which are being squandered by a You know, an organization that's kissing China's butt
0: and not doing their jobs. Oh, yeah, back to the funding. So the World Health Organization really only even operates because of the United States. We give, uh, well, I can't read those tiny little numbers. I know last week I would read that it was $400 million, and then Bill Gates gives the second highest number, whatever that is. Um, Then it's Great Britain. Uh, the Gavi Alliance, which sounds like another charitable organization, China is way, way, way down the list of how much money they give. Why they've got so much sway over the WHO, I'm not exactly sure.
1: Good, because the dude who runs it from is from Ethiopia, yeah. and they're under China's boot heel. The and, whole Belt and Road Initiative thing.
0: And like I've said before, I hope the journalists get to the bottom of this. I'll bet we find out the guy running the WHO lives in a giant house and drives a nice uh, car, but paid for by China, among other things. But anyway, we, 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 we fund the organization. It wouldn't be able to exist without us. And so, hell yeah, we're going to freeze the money until we figure out why you're lying to everybody about the worst thing that has happened to the world in, uh, you know, in 75 years. Uh, Pelosi said she did not say how Democrats would fight the suspension of funds, but said this decision is dangerous, illegal, and will be swiftly challenged. We can only be successful in defeating this global pandemic through a coordinated international response with respect for science and data. You want to know who didn't have respect for science and data? The World Health Organization. You liar. Going back to Nancy Pelosi's quote, but sadly. And it's absolutely
1: not illegal to hold back the funding. That's crazy.
0: Going back to Nancy Pelosi, but sadly, as he has done since day one, the president is ignoring global health experts. They lied, and everybody knows they lied. Nobody's even challenging that back to nancy pelosi disregarding science and undermining the heroes fighting on the front line at great risk to the lives and livelihoods of americans and people around the world
1: wow that is some steaming horse crap right there i mean that's fresh from the horse
0: that was quite something Trump said the WHO's reliance on China's disclosures likely caused a 20-fold increase in cases worldwide, and it might be much more than that. Yeah, there have been independent studies that say you can lay 95% of the blame economically and uh, health-wise at the feet of the Chinese and also at the World Health Organization since they allowed this to happen from the beginning.
1: I mean, it's And it just... was all because China was frantically trying to cover it up because they had released that coronavirus from one of their labs. As we were covering with uh, our friends from the Washington Post the other
0: day. A little bit from Nan- more from Nancy before I read you Trump's response, which is pretty over the top. Of course, Nancy's response is over the top. I-, I can't believe she said this stuff yesterday. This is another case, as I have said, of the president's ineffective response that a weak person, a poor leader, takes no responsibility. A weak person blames others. There's nothing wrong with blaming others if they are to blame. Or sharing
1: the blame, for goodness sakes. Why is it one or the other?
0: The World Health Organization is to blame. This is the most solid ground Trump has ever had in one of these battles. And I can't believe that there are people in the media and somebody as high up in Nancy Pelosi taking the side of the World Health Organization that's so crazy. Speaking of crazy, Trump tweeted an hour ago. Crazy Nancy Pelosi, you are a weak person. You are a poor leader. You are the reason America hates career politicians like yourself. At Sean Hannity's, uh, she is totally incompetent and controlled by the radical left. A weak and pathetic puppet. Come back to Washington and do your job.
2: There you go. (laughs) Well, that'll advance the discussion. So it appears the first half of that, he was quoting Hannity and then uh, editorialized at the end. Is that how that goes? I
0: guess. I don't know. Although a weak Na- and
1: pathetic puppet. Aren't all puppets weak by definition? I mean, you got to stick your hand up them to make them do anything.
0: Show me a strong puppet, right? Although what Nancy said is just as as out there in terms of you know uh, advancing the conversation. Oh, it was, it was awful. It was a, a symphony of stupid. That is the just worst. Gushing thing. on
1: and on about you know betraying the front line. People, oh stop it.
0: That that is the worst thing Nancy Pelosi has done in my opinion. She has she has no she there is there's no solid ground beneath her feet on this one at all. She's completely no. wrong. It's not one of those well. There's a yeah, there's a there's two sides. to so There's a little of that, a little of that. Maybe terms are mostly this. No, she's completely out of bounds on this. Yeah, really. I, I hope she's called on it by somebody. Well,
1: she will be called on it by people who tend to hear us and 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 read the dispatch, for instance, who are getting into it this morning, fact checking some of the fact checkers who, because Trump is accusing the WHO now, MSNBC, for instance, in that crowd is on the side of China and the WHO knee jerk opposition to Trump. It, it, they're like toddlers. It's just astonishing. So a lot of America will never hear the you know the countervailing facts. The alternate facts if you will
0: um one more quick note uh just because we talked about this earlier and while we're talking about trump um we got, we got a text backing up something i think it was an email you read earlier some people believe that this actually was a four-dimensional chess trump thing the other day when he was declaring absolute power and all that sort of stuff right because i was saying he knows that that's not true the net result is that The governors and media have now flipped from saying Trump needs to declare um, national this, national that, to now saying, whoa, 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 the state governors are in charge of when we uh, open things back up. The state gets to determine when we open back up. You don't get to make that decision. And he wanted to make that completely clear to everybody. So it's not on him at all, the states, when they open up uh, or how they open up.
1: Right, right. And indeed that the states are primarily responsible for health response, too. So, yeah. I, uh, hmm. OK. Well, that was the result. As uh, one of our emailers put it, uh, you, you, Trump just maneuvered the media into endorsing federalism, state power over the federal government power. It's, it's amazing. So you got MSNBC
0: crowing about how states have rights. It's unbelievable. I'm like hearing this teacher's <laughs> side of the thing on uh, doing these Zoom classes what it's like. It sounds like it's pretty difficult. Four one. Our text line is four one five two nine five kFTC. Just reading this National Review uh, long article really goes into depth um, more than you probably need. But the way the New York Times in particular handled the charges against Kavanaugh, the uh, various charges against Trump, the sexual stuff and how they mm-hmm. handled the Joe Biden thing. And it's just I mean, it's just devastating.
1: Well, it's it's uh, now been laid bare what these uh, media organizations are. They're advocates of one side of the political spectrum and any claims to journalistic integrity are just silly at this
0: point. The the problem is, as has been pointed out, you, you can't be arguing for them to be to act the same way in this case as they did in the last ones, because it was terrible. You don't you don't want that. That's right. not the way we want to handle this sort of thing. Right. That's not the point. Yeah. But anyway, a uh, new TV show that's going to be on Fox called Labor of Love. What's it about? Well, let's listen to this
1: with most dating shows I of course never thought I'd be 41 and single first comes love then comes
0: marriage
2: here's to a love story
0: but May 21st Christy wants to put a baby in the baby carriage
2: alright let's have some kids
0: 15 daddy wannabes
2: sudden fatherhood is terrifying
0: compete for love and then some what labor actually feels like hosted by Kristen Davis I want an invitation to the baby shower done labor of
1: love delivers May 21st on Fox
0: so it's somebody uh, uh, competing to
1: be a baby daddy, I guess. So they're taking all the distastefulness of people "quote unquote" falling in love on a game show and added a child to it, I guess. Are we just are we seeing if the almighty is in the smiting business anymore? <laughs> are they just seeing if they can bring on yet another Old Testament uh, aspect to the modern world? We already have a global plague and
0: locusts in Africa. Well, I, I actually, you know, when you present it as it's about being a baby daddy, but the idea is you're trying to decide, unlike like The Bachelor or those kind of shows, just, you know, who's the hottest or is going to be the best in bed. You're right. trying to determine who would be the best father to be. Uh, also to get being together. the hottest and yeah. the best in bed. Yeah, but but at least. Hey, you, fair enough. At least you're working in the, because the, that's what's going to matter. Are trust. they, though? Trust me, that's what's going to matter on down the road very quickly if you have kids.
2: I don't know if any of these shows have any concern for down the road.
0: No, I'm not sure <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's funny, Jack. Funny, funny, funny. Well, although, listen, if I were going to um, it, be charitable about this, it is people talking about their attitudes about having children before they get in a relationship. And before they knock anybody up throughout the season, presumably the, the fifteen. Or is that part of it? They they just everybody gets a shot at the woman and whoever oh, whoever sh-
0: sperm wins or a what a sh- shot at. I, don't, I
2: think that's on I, a different channel. That's, I don't. Uh, I don't know what the format is. I I'm asking.
0: I do not like that phrasing. Um, <laughs> the fifteen daddy wannabes will have to compete in challenges designed to prove how they f- how fit they are to be parents. Like I said, literally fit like uh, survival of the fittest there actually should be more of this just in uh, dating in general probably so yeah, I you know originally i was horrified but i think i've come around to thinking it's actually better than most of these shows
2: well when it gets pitched as baby daddy it doesn't it, it leaves a lot to the imagination of does she already have a kid is she currently pregnant going on this show but you no know, she's looking to have somebody to have a child with
0: yeah and focusing on would they be a good father right that's just a great idea yeah, okay. Um, but the, some know, of I'm ch- sure
1: they'll find this, uh, some way to pervert it and make it sickening. Some but. of these oh, challenges. Yeah, yeah.
0: You
2: got to make money
1: somehow,
0: Joe. Yeah, they'll right. be in a hot tub with champagne at some point. Like three oh, different guys and three different nights. But er. um, They'll have to endure a labor simulation, change a diaper on a baby doll correctly, and show that they can rock their fake babies to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, my God. You know, he is like a little baby. How bad you have to be as a person slash potential father if you can't just pass the test of those things, right? Like if you, if you can't rock
0: a plastic uh, inanimate object to sleep, exactly. <laughs> right. I accidentally threw it through the window. Oh,
2: it's in the blender. <laughs> yeah, and that's
0: two points off, Johnny. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Jeez, in the blender. That's terrible.
2: <laughs> yeah, he would be bad at it. That was yes, the,
1: that would mean yeah, he was not very, good at very it. bad at it. Yes. <laughs> Yes, well, okay, you know what? The more I think about it, the more wholesome it seems in, in theory. It's on Fox, so let's yeah, not... Let's, yeah. wholesome. And so ends that discussion.
0: Yeah. Uh, there are about 20 states that could be reopening on May 1st, among other let's things, by the way.
2: Hotels and restaurants, our entire tourism and convention industry business has been shut down. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. From my perspective, we must open our city. We must open Southern Nevada, and we must open the state of Nevada. That's the mayor of Las Vegas, is that correct? Yes, in a city council meeting last night. you uh, tourism big in Las Vegas? <laughs> Conventions,
0: is that, a, is that a thing? Oh, wow, that's, that's some bold talk. The c- Well, a city like that that is all tourism, you're just killing it. You're killing it. Every, I can't imagine how much damage is done every day that goes by.
1: Well, we need to make this decision based on a science, Jack, not politics. If you'd like to shoot me right now, I would invite it. Because anybody who says something that dumb is is not helping. I'm not calling for anybody to be shot, certainly. Uh, but th- that's jackassery. As she's pointing out, and I'm sure she went on to say this, um, this is devastating the health and welfare of tens of thousands of Las Vegans. Right. You're, you're trading one risk for another certainty of misery.
0: CDC director yesterday announced that if you're living in one of nineteen or twenty states good news, you may you are probably ready to reopen by May first. That's from the C D C. Yeah, C D C
2: Director Robert
0: Redfield thinks you may be able to reopen by May first in nineteen or twenty states. I'll read the quote. There are a number of states, nineteen or twenty that really have had limited impact from coronavirus. So I think we'll see these states that are. The governors feel that they are ready. We're opposed to a system with the, re- the reopening on May 1st. They did not, however, list the 20 states they're talking about.
1: No, I get it. They're probably still finalizing the criteria they're going to use and, and didn't want to be on the record. But I'm glad to hear that.
0: Hmm. So... If, if, if it's state-by-state state on the on the various state lines, you know, you butt up against another state, just like mm-hmm. a county. Why wouldn't it be county-by-county county in some states where you have counties that have not been devastated by this at all? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I mean, think- if you look at the map, I just because I've particularly done it in California, you can click on each county. There are counties that have had a lot of cases and quite a few deaths, although in California there's nothing like New York or anything like that happening anywhere. Right. But then there are so many counties where there are like 10 cases and zero deaths. Why they all have the same rules doesn't make any sense to me, especially if you're going to start opening states back up.
1: Just as an aside, uh, the two real brutal hotspots right now, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, centered around that big meat packing plant we were talking about yesterday, and Teaneck, New Jersey, where my mom and dad grew up and where I spent many a pleasant summer at my grandma and grandpa's house and that sort of thing. Teaneck's just getting ravaged. I listened to a a little feature out there talking to EMTs there, and they might, in the course of a a rough week, see two people pass away that they couldn't save and get to the hospital. They're seeing two a day now. So it's it's pretty awful. Where it's awful, it is awful. Sure. But where it's not, it isn't.
0: You know where it might be awful? Up against the wall with Joe Biden coming down on you with his his hot, heavy breath.
1: Yeah, yeah, we were talking about it earlier uh, the, the the incredible difference. Between that make you the,
2: laugh, Sean? The, the mumbling scalp sommelier? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen,
1: <laughs> when Joe's just sniffing on you and, and breathing on you, it's one thing. But Rub, the rubbing the my neck,
2: scent. smelling
1: my ears. This this one gal who's an aide to his back in the '90s claims he he did some really nasty things. It was full on sexual assault. Um, and and the the nation's press is ignoring it. They went wild over ancient, vague, high school, drunken half-memories over Judge Kavanaugh. They're ignoring the Joe Biden thing. And
0: interestingly enough... Do we have a show policy on this? I just know my personal policy is I don't think Kavanaugh should have been drugged through the mud on it, and I don't think Joe Biden should be either. That's my uh, personal position on this story.
2: The frustrating thing for me is like this is the right... This is how it should be handled. Right. But there's this weird thing of, well, because it happened there, we need to do it. But I, it's it's this weird kind of circular thing. Oh, where Right. Yeah. Well, that's an impulse. You know, yeah. if, if, if you get punched over and over again, you want to punch somebody. Even though you know punching is
0: wrong. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, I, well, and it's the old two wrongs don't make a right. right, but, right. but, but I, I just, but I just hope that three
1: rights make a left.
0: Well, I think what everybody's <laughs> hoping is, what everybody's hoping is that this new journalistic way of handling it will be applied to the next Republican or conservative that is charged, and that yeah, this is a and, and this is a journal... Timeless words of Aerosmith. This is journalists realizing we did it wrong before, and now we're going to do it right. And That's it's not so cute. just we have different rules for Republicans and different than Democrats.
1: Really? You think That's, so? It's, huh? it's a beautiful sentiment you're expressing there. But That's so I cute. I would hold my breath. And it's, it's so cute. I tell you what. Bless your heart. <laughs> Perfect. 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 <laughs> Hey, speaking of well, bless your heart. I haven't heard anything from Lindsey Graham recently. He hasn't said a dang word, has he? I mean, I hate, he's usually everywhere. He,
0: he dropped a BS bomb on Hannity the other night. That's, oh, the, did that's he? the only thing I heard. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so AOC. I think he is, said, "You know is, what comes out of the back end of a bowl," and then he said, it. <laughs> "No, I don't know what the context was." <laughs> you
1: know what happens when a bull eats a lot of food. <laughs> He, he posed I and he yeah. call that bullet I
0: think he was probably
1: commenting on some policy, but I don't right, know. Right, right. So, listen, I think AOC, Too many metaphors. Yeah, <laughs> R- Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, D-N-Y, has a foolish and childlike belief in a number of policies, idiotic policies that would bring Western civilization down. You child? On the other hand, I think she's sincere. And she, today criticized the lack of mainstream discussions surrounding the recent sexual assault allegation against Joe Biden hmm. made by former Senate staffer Tara Reid calling the situation, quote, a silencing of all dissent that amounts to a form of gaslighting, a word that's thrown around way too much these days. I think it's legitimate to talk about these things, and if we want uh if we again want to have integrity, you can't say both believe women support all this until it inconveniences you, no. until it inconveniences us.
0: That's not what's going on here, though. And you,
1: you can't... Uh, but it about... is. That's exactly what's going on. Because the mainstream media is so corrupt. They're not talking about Biden, and Democrats are not talking about Biden, because it would be inconvenient.
0: Yeah, but that that's not what happens if you just start discussing these conversations every time they come up. You um, have diminished that human being even if at the end of the conversation we all end up with well i guess there's not enough to move forward on by mm-hmm. by having the conversation for several days or weeks you have diminished that person's power whoever's being uh, 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 accused of something yeah but I,
1: I don't think you can ignore it though i think you can say the accusation's been made here's the evidence that's been laid out and then let the voters decide I think that is legitimate, going into an orgy of speculation and whipped-up media frenzy like with Kavanaugh. That's completely unjustified.
0: Well, you see, I think you get like two paragraphs into this one, or Blase Ford, or certainly all the other ones from Kavanaugh. You get like a minute into the description. That should be the end of it. Yeah, I would agree. This happened 40 years ago. There are no eyewitnesses. They can't corroborate it at all. Done.
1: And uh, what if the little gal wants to do uh, interviews and stuff? If she wants to uh, talk about it, you just not cover it or because then um, you could easily be accused of covering up for the powerful if she really was assaulted.
0: Boy, if, if she if she's got no way to back that up, because the, the, the danger, of course, is if you start doing that, if somebody can come forward and they, they've got nothing to back this up. But they get on CNN or or uh, front page in the New York Times or whatever. Well, then that'll just happen nonstop with every powerful person you want to bring down.
1: Yeah, I think it will. I think it will, and it'll be up to the voters to appraise you know what they think of the charges. But in the case of the Biden thing, she told her friends at the time, "Hey, Joe Biden just pressed me up against a wall and and penetrated me."
0: Although um, I, I think I think as I understand, some of those have been uh, walked back somewhat since oh, is this that right? weekend. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, I just I want the facts. I do too. I'm not for silencing women like you appear to be. Um, I think I'm okay with silencing this this particular one. Well, how do you, how do you feel about how do you feel about um uh, her wacky statements about Putin? Should that play a role in it at oh, all? Oh, that's right. Yeah, she's
1: a a a hardcore Putin PR hack. Right. Which is just so strange. I mean, very weird. Um I mean that that would be straight out of Putin's book. By the way, hey, here's what I need you to do: I need you to claim that though Joe Biden uh, raped you, okay, to sow the seeds of mistrust and hatred among the American people. That's exactly what he would do. So the fact that she's his tool is a little odd. Yeah, but again, having weighed the totality of the thing, um, I don't really. It wouldn't affect my vote for or against Joe Biden.
0: Boy, the more I think about it, so picture it, picture it happening to you. Somebody makes a, a claim from 30, 40 years ago. They've got no witnesses. There's nobody else that can testify to that, whatever. Right. Do you think it's okay for an, for, for some media organization to sit down with, with that person and let them play out this perhaps completely made up scenario and all its graphic details and put that in people's heads?
1: Uh, I think it's awful. I think the alternative might be worse.
0: Well, I think you gotta have some, some evidence to back up its, its potential truthfulness. Yeah. uh, yeah. Which is, which sucks. But I think if something happens to you completely in a vacuum, you didn't tell anybody at the time. There's, there's nobody that can even put you at that location in the, in the case of Blase Ford can put you together at the same party. It's just, I'm sorry. Right. Sorry. you right. just out of luck. You, you you, had to do it at the time. The, as I heard, uh, I was listening to a legal podcast on this the other day. um, There's a reason why we have statute of limitations. The reason is past a certain point. It's just not OK to bring these sorts of charges forward. Well, it's unprovable and undisprovable.
1: So all it is is a smear at that point. Right. And well, it, and old school journalism, and by old school I mean 1998, would say that if you can't verify the story in a substantive way, you don't run with it. So, exactly. You know, to your point.
0: And the, um, uh, there is damage that's done. It's not like somebody can sit down and tearfully tell their horrifying story of what you did to them. And then uh, if everybody decides there's not enough to go forward, that, that you just end up back at zero somehow. Some damage has been done to that person in the eyes of at least some.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting. The other thing that AOC said that I thought was interesting is in any other country, Joe Biden and I would not be in the same political party. But in America, we are.
0: That's pretty interesting. That is actually yeah. pretty
1: interesting yeah, she said she said that multiple times that's that's one yeah. of her things yeah she said the uh the party is too big of a tent Hmm. yeah she just wants it to be hardcore
2: lefty you know if um man that would uh, wow.
0: She's probably arguing for more parties, then.
2: Yeah, that's that's been my kind of ongoing theory about all of this, is that we're going through real-time the the releasing of the stranglehold on the political party system of two parties, where I, I think eventually we'll end up with a quadrant where we have kind of your Biden Democrats, your Bernie Democrats... And you'll have uh, whatever uh, traditional Republicanism, whatever that looks like post-Trump, and then you'll have kind of the Tea Party Republican and as I th- the other
0: quadrant. Th- and I think because we're not a parliamentary system, you'd have those quadrants getting together to to win presidential elections and, in effect, being a party. And you'd be right back where you are. Interesting. Y- yeah,
1: unless the moderate Democrats and the moderate Republicans form some sort of ruling coalition. and uh, It'd be worth trying. I mean, the two crappy, crappy parties we have going right now are... Uh, they're not doing us a lot of good, in I my can, opinion. I
0: can see ending up with two much different parties, where the, the coalitions are much different than they are now.
2: But you don't see yeah. a, a more parties thing? I just don't see how it would last very long.
0: Oh, which because reminds me. Of, because I, of our system and the way you win elections.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just saw online uh, this uh, this meme. It's uh, how libertarians think of themselves, and it's Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation <laughs> in a sensible blazer looking serious and thoughtful how libertarians actually are. It's Joe Exotic with his tiger vest and a, a pair of six shooters on his hips and everything like that. Was, as a registered libertarian, I found it hurtful, yet not entirely inaccurate.
0: Uh, I got a couple more teachers weighing in on what it's like to teach these Zoom classes, as I, w- I witnessed one yesterday. Our text line, four one five two nine five kftc reports that sales of hair clippers and hair color have skyrocketed over the past two weeks be sure to stock up on those by the way do you really need to color your hair right now who are you trying to impress your cat
2: i know Mm. a lot of home haircuts being shown on the uh, on the social medias i'm tempted i'm getting a little shaggy which normally i don't
1: mind but uh, it's getting to be the warm time of the year
0: yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, closing things down, opening things up uh, more next hour.
1: Um, Momentum is 100% building to let's have a sensible balance between economic devastation and potential viral devastation.
0: I just saw de Blasio in New York announced all the public pools are going to be closed all summer. I hadn't even thought about the public pool. That's probably unlikely that'll open. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so I brought up the uh, fact that my son had one of his online classes yesterday, and uh, my wife peeked in the bedroom while he was doing it, and he was holding a stuffed animal up to the the camera on the computer, and she said, stop that. Pay attention. Because it was a math lecture about fractions going on. And he told us later that every kid was holding a stuffed animal up. Uh, so, you know, he didn't want to be the outlier, lame uncool kid that wasn't doing it. And I was just wondering how common that is, and we're getting a lot of text from people. This was my third grader's first online class, and they sent a picture of the third grader. Do you remember when the horse mask was so popular? Oh, my God.
1: We had a, uh, a family Zoom reunion the other day in which I busted out the horse mask to amuse my nieces. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was hilarious.
0: Yeah, well, this third grader was wearing the horse mask to start the first Zoom class. Have
1: you guys started messing around with your Zoom backgrounds at all? No, although just to finish the horse mask thought, uh, my son, who lives in a different place, also has one, and we are amusing the heck out of my nieces by, you know, appearing in different boxes, and he was like below me to my left, so I would pretend to throw the horse mask down and to the left, and then he would catch it. <laughs> <laughs> and we convinced him that we were we we're trying to convince him we were throwing the mask
0: through the internet awesome it was very funny that is hilarious
1: and at one point i ran all the way to the other end of the house and upstairs to deliver the mask to delaney so declan could throw it to delaney because she's in the same house as me but it was
2: hilarious fun. it was fun I think my favorite creative Zoom background usage is the somebody was sitting on a, they made it seem like he was on a ski lift, and he had full-on <laughs> goggles, like ski goggles, and like a ski parka on, and he was like, hey, no, I'm just on the slopes taking a business meeting. So how do you do that, Sean? Is that uh, embedded within Zoom, or do you have to have technical capabilities no, uh, that if, I don't have? If you have a picture saved on your computer, you can pretty much assign that as your Zoom background.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, that's nice. awesome. Okay, so that's that's what's going on, because I've seen people who've got the, you know, uh, uh, luxurious study with all the ancient yes. books and the leather chairs and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. That's where they're sitting for the meeting. That's all. I like the ones where people pretend they're on a plane, but it's the the the, the, the washing machine, or the dryer, oh, or yeah. the washing machine, just that round circle thing. Oh, really? <laughs> if you sit there and you zoom in on it, it looks like you're sitting next to the window on a plane. <laughs> Those are hilarious. As far as the teachers, OMG! The critters on Zoom. As a teacher of preschoolers, we're trying to keep the kids seeing each other, even though we know it makes zero difference educationally. It's a complete s show. And the kids who have studies are so damn distract, or have the stuffies rather, are so damn distracting. It's the hardest thing ever. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I'm, you know, I'm not a teacher trying to do it. Uh, oh, you if know, you do uh, that, if like if you do, you would do in the classroom. All right, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until everybody quiets down. And then we'll begin. I mean, could, yeah. you, could you do that on the Zoom? I'm going to wait until everybody puts the stuffy away, and then we'll move on. Or are you just going to sit there and talk I'm waiting.
1: <laughs> I'm still waiting. Man, let's try again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, I think a little learning is better than no learning. I'm a teacher. And they're doing their best.
0: I'm a teacher, and the Zoom lessons are a pet parade. Kids showing off their chickens, goats, and everything else. Hey, oh, I am not one to mention this. How much time have I got, Michael? I don't understand. I think we're way too in love with technology lots of times to make things harder. Wouldn't we be better off if they just mailed out an assignment like the old fashioned way? Oh, okay, you can email it. You don't have to send it in the mail, but you mail it back. The only reason I would say U.S. mail is because a lot of these school districts are being held up by the concern that poor kids don't have access to a computer. Well, then freaking just mail it to everybody. We're spending enough in tax money. Mail everybody an assignment. We'll mail back the paper. They grade it. Mail us the results. That would be better than a lot of what is going on. It's not as technologically cool, but I think you might get more learning done. Yeah, I suppose so. And if kids don't have computers, use
1: snail mail. I mean, obviously, email would be a hell of a lot cheaper. But yeah, why not? I
0: I, I don't know. I think I really, really think they're they're getting way too caught up, and we've got to do the technologically coolest thing to do as opposed to what would be the best for how about y'all just send in a book report on this book that sort of thing why not sounds good to me